Hey there. Welcome to the Very Grateful Mind podcast. I'm your host, Vioni Medlin. I am a registered yoga teacher through Yoga Alliance. And uh, I just love teaching the principles of yoga to everyone around me because it is yoga that helped me to find myself, to love myself. And from there, that love that is within has been spreading outwards. And now I'm here sharing that with you. I have a couple of housekeeping items here. So number one, if you are enjoying my podcast, stay tuned, subscribe, share it with your friends. There is a new one that will be published every Friday, unless I say otherwise or something, you know, or else I can't get on whatever things happen. Right. And we have some events coming up. So we have a wellness with Leone and Hannah coming up where we will on September 26th from nine to 11 AM. If you are local to me in the triangle area in North Carolina, message me or email me. You can email me at vioni at verygratefulmind.com to get the invite link. We will start with a flow class that is beneficial for all levels. And after that class, Hannah is going to make yummy after yoga smoothies, where we will then go into the benefits of yoga and talking about nourishment for our bodies, truly nourishing yourself from a place of desire, wanting to actually take care of you. So I hope you can join us. Please again, email me at vioni at verygratefulmind.com if you would like the invite link. This is by invite only. Today's podcast episode, I'm going to keep it kind of brief today and really getting to the point. But as you may or may not know, this month I'm talking about the breath and the importance of the breath. And on last week's episode, we talked about how the breath affects the autonomic nervous system and how heart rate variability is a measure to really show how our autonomic nervous system is doing and how well we are recovered or if we need some rest, um, because our autonomic nervous system, for the most of us, it is imbalanced and we're living constantly under the state of tension, anxiety. Uh, and that's where a lot of, you may snap at someone, not even realize why you're doing that. Um, and it's because we are disconnected from ourselves and disconnected from the breath. And there's a lot of work to be done. Those are just indicators of needing to come back to you. So today we're going to go into a little bit more about how the breath is the importance of the breath and how you can use the breath to manage your emotions, your emotional state. Emotions are not a bad thing. They are an indication, kind of think of it as a measure of where you are in terms of where you are that day, where you are in life, and become, start to become an observer of your thoughts and emotions. And so that's a lot of what yoga practices do is this unity. Yoga means unity, unity of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so getting to a point where you 
truly understand that emotions are just a measure of where you might be. It's not something that is either bad or good. It is, it just is. Emotions are emotions. If you've ever seen the movie Inside Out, which I absolutely love (laughs) because it's so relatable, you can see how the emotions are playing with each other, right? Like they're all communicating, like things happen, anger gets really angry and he explodes. Like, it's just, it's so good. And I'll play a clip for you guys (laughs) because I just love that movie. But to start with, I want to share this clip that I love and I share with almost everybody that I know because if if people are open to listening to this I will share with them this video that I love it's a video by Rob Bell it's called Numa and the Greek word for spirit and breath is Numa that's why it's called Numa so this video is about the breath so I'm going to just play a short clip from the beginning of it. You can look it up on YouTube. Just look for Rob Bell Numa, N-O-O-M-A breath, and you can actually listen to all of it. But let me go ahead and share that with you. Each day, we take about 26,000 breaths, which is somewhere around 14,000 liters of air. And we should breathe from our stomach not our chest but when we're distracted when we're stressed when we're moving too fast we tend to breathe from our chest we take somewhere between four and six breaths a minute but but most of us on average take between 16 and 20 breaths a minute and experts say that from our breathing we should get 99 percent of our energy And they say that most of us only access 10 to 20% of that energy. I mean, with all that all of us have going on every day, I mean, who actually thinks about their breathing? So I'll just pause it there. Um, But as you can see, the majority of us are not using the extent of our breath we are basically running on empty. It's like if you're a car and you're just running on the fumes or a very low gas tank, that won't get you very far. And over time, the body begins to respond to this by creating disease. So basically, if you're going to keep running on empty, keep running with nothing, with no breath, you're not really paying attention to your breath, you'll get sick. And a lot of chronic diseases start there. And that's why it's so important to really take care of yourself. And a really simple way to do that is starting with the breath. So when you begin to breathe and notice your breath, you also will notice that your body begins to let go of some tensions because naturally We hold on to areas of our body when we are stressed, not paying attention, distracted. And so for me in particular, I tend to get really tense in my shoulders or my traps area, or I get really tense in my hips and my groin. And I'm sure you're probably noticing right now as you're listening, you're probably noticing it and letting it go, aren't you? Yeah, (laughs) I bet you are. 
So when we take time to breathe, we can let things start to let go that, like I was talking about in last week's episode, that helps the parasympathetic system to put the brakes on your autonomic nervous system so that your sympathetic nervous system now backs off and you get back into balance. That's how we start to walk around glowing, looking like, oh, I have joy in my heart. Like I am feeling great. And even in times of adversity, when we're connected to the breath and we have the tools to remember to come back and connect to the breath, have that awareness of what's going on, then we can manage and control our emotions. So let me share a story with you. This past week was a pretty busy week for me. A couple of nights ago, our dog Ruby got really sick. And she woke my husband and I, she woke us up like every one or two hours during the evening. And let me tell you something, we've been out of that newborn stage for a while now. So getting this broken sleep did not feel good, but there was a huge difference with how I felt this time than when I used to feel when I was in that newborn stage, when my daughter was a baby and I was not getting any sleep. I was just running on empty. This time I was able to, because of my practices, I, I'm aware of what's going on. I was able to take care of the dog. My husband and I would tag team it. And at the same time, I noticed my emotions were not on overdrive. Like I usually would get to the point with lack of sleep where I'm screaming at everybody. I am just angry. I'm tensing up my whole body. That's my normal reaction because my sympathetic nervous system is on overdrive because I've had lack of sleep and I'm not connected to the breath and I don't have the tools to take care of myself. But now that I have been aware of this, I was able to notice, oh, okay, these things happen. Ruby's okay. My family is okay. This is now I know which steps to take to take care of Ruby, take care of us, take care of me. I also was going, I was planning to, again, we all plan things, right? And then if things don't go right, according to your plan, uh, you can get really angry, frustrated, that used to be me. I used to get so angry and so frustrated because now I can't go work out because this dog kept me up. I can't believe it. And like start blaming the dog. But it's not Ruby's fault that she got sick. In fact, it was my fault because I changed her food abruptly. Didn't do it over time. And that's how you're supposed to feed dogs when you change their food. It's supposed to be like this gradual change. And so I was able to like be an observer of what happened. And I could tell that my autonomic nervous system was pretty balanced and I felt like I could handle it and it didn't derail the rest of my day. In fact, I had a fantastic rest of the day and it's all due to the fact that I've been able to implement these tools for myself to support me. Like what I talked about in last episode 
I have a strong passion and desire to share that as a society, we've constantly been told we have to go, 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 go. You have to sacrifice. Working has to hurt. You, when you go to earn something, it has to be painful and sacrificial. And that's not necessarily the case. That doesn't have to happen. What the breath helps you do is to balance out. And then you have this like, now you can kind of stand back, observe what's going on, and then take the proper next steps. And you'll actually be connected to that rational brain. You're not working out of that subconscious brain. <laughs> you can now rationally think about, okay, what are my next steps? So my next steps were, you know, if Ruby had to go out, then I took her out. No, I would take turns with my husband and we would collaborate, work together. Hey, you took her out last or, you know, or I'll take her out while you clean up, all that kind of stuff. And in the meantime, we still got our daughter ready for the day. We still were able to take care of ourselves. I took some time to rest and, you know, my husband gave me some time so I could take a nap because he knows that I need more sleep than he does. So, you know, we kind of just work together, breathe through it. We could observe what was going on. Another example that happened this week is that at the gym, I had backed out of my parking spot and another gym member accidentally backed into me. I saw her coming. I honked the horn. I said, stop, but she didn't see it on time and then bumped into me. Normally, the way my body would have reacted is I would have gotten really tense, really shaken. My body would have shake, shaked. My body would shake. I would have been shaken up and I probably would have started crying because I would, I would always be on this reactive mode always running on empty, not taking care of myself, but because I have been taking care of myself, I calmly got out of the car. I wasn't angry. I was like, this stuff happens. That, that was it. We exchanged numbers. No big deal. These things happen. And it helps you to get to a place where it's like, these things happen. It's okay. And you can take it a lot easier than going into reaction mode, screaming at people, blaming other people, because we're all human. And isn't that where, all, where we all wanna be is in a place where people are just understanding, right? You want people to be understanding with you. Well, you also need to be understanding with them and how to do that is to take care of yourself, to love yourself first, because that inner self-talk is really what matters. Because if you can be aware of how you speak to yourself, then that's also from the inside out, how you will treat others. That's how the golden rule naturally happens treat others as you'd like to be treated. Now I'm going to share with you my, one of my favorite clips from inside out. And these are the mom's emotions when, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but I'm about to spoil it. So if you've not watched it, now is the time to fast forward. But if you have watched it, you know what I'm about to say. This is when the mom and dad and Riley are all sitting at the dinner table eating and <laughs> Riley is a little bit snappy at her parents, right? She's a little like talking back a little bit. The dad puts his foot down and the mom <laughs> just wants to get away. So these are the mom's emotions. Wouldn't it be great to be back out on the ice? Oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. Did you guys pick up on that? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Sure. Something's wrong. Should we ask her? Let's probe, but keep it subtle so she doesn't notice. So, how was the first day of school? It was 
fine, I guess. I don't know. Something is definitely going on. She's never acted like this before. What should we do? We're going to find out what's happening, but we'll need support. Signal the husband. Ahem. He's making that stupid face again. I could strangle him right now. Signal him again. Ah, so, Riley, how was school? Oh, oh, are you kidding me? For this, we gave up that Brazilian helicopter pilot? School was great, all right? Riley, is everything okay? What is her deal? Riley, I do not like this new attitude. What is your problem? Just leave me alone. Listen, young lady, I don't know where this disrespectful attitude came from. Yeah, well, well, just shut up! That's it. Go to your room. Now. Well, that was a disaster. Come, fly with me, gachinha. So the beginning emotions were when the mom was trying to figure out what was going on with Riley. Riley talks back. The dad puts his foot down. The mom is like, seriously, is this why we gave up that helicopter pilot for this guy? Because she's so mad at him. We've all been there. We know those feelings. And (laughs) really, it's important to stay connected with the breath and with yourself in order to be able to be the observer of these emotions so that you're not constantly on reactive mode. Doesn't mean that you are not ever going to react again. That happens. That sympathetic nervous system sometimes will come on up because you have trauma or you have some sort of like some subconscious conditioning that like, you know, has to be worked on. And those are just things that can help you once you have a reaction or you notice like, oh, I'm starting to get really tense. That's probably an indication of there's something here this is a shadow part. This is something here that I need to work on. I really need to heal on that. And that's why being in a group that can help you work through these issues, having a best friend you can talk to, having a therapist, um, getting into breathing practice, having a routine for yourself, like fitness or some sort of, um, some type of yoga that you may like, doing something, all of those things together will help you to support your nervous system because at the end of the day, your body is run by the nervous system, by your brain. So take time for you to take care of you. To wrap this up, we're going to do a quick breathing practice. This is one of my favorite types of breathing practices. It gets me pretty calm pretty quickly. It's called Nadi Shodana breath, which is alternate nostril breathing. And the way to do this is it, honestly, I don't think it matters which hand you use. Generally people will say, use the right hand, but not everybody has a right hand, right? Like we live in a world where that's not necessarily true. I will use my right hand. Uh, so you take whichever hand you have available to you, whichever one you prefer and open your fingers out wide and you're going to bend your index finger and middle finger down towards your palm and all the the other three fingers will be still open you're going to plug the outside of your left nostril with your ring finger that's if you're using your right hand if you're using your left hand you're going to use your thumb to plug the left nostril. We're gonna start on the right nostril. So plugging 
the left nostril with your ring finger and your right hand or thumb on your left hand. You're going to begin by inhaling through the right nostril, closing your eyes if that feels good to you, relaxing your shoulders. Inhale now. Then you're going to plug the right nostril with your thumb, or if you're using your left hand, your ring finger. And then you're going to exhale out of the left nostril, breathing completely out until you have no breath left. You're going to inhale through the left nostril. Plug the left nostril and then exhale out of the right. So now that you understand the pattern, you're going to inhale again through the right. Plug the right nostril and exhale out of the left. Now follow this on your own about three more times. Whenever you want to be done with it, you can just let go, relax your hand, and begin to breathe naturally through both nostrils. You can pause the podcast if you like, so you can continue practicing Navi Siddhana breath. If not, you can just let it play. I'm going to wrap this up. I wanted to remind you about that event Wellness with Hannah Vioni, September 26, 9 to 11 a.m. If you want the invite link to that, send me an email, vioni at verygratefulmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, verygratefulmind. And if you are interested in one-on-one yoga classes and soon-to-come group classes, follow me, check out my website, verygratefulmind.com. You can also check out my Patreon page where I put exclusive videos on there. I have meditations. I have pranayams, breathing practices. I have live yoga classes and I share fun insights. Also coming soon with these group classes is a group chat where we will just be helping each other, supporting each other, talking about life and what we're learning every single day. Again, light in me loves and honors light in you. You are enough. You are loved. 
Namaste. Namaste.